at this place. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! Can't wait! Yo, 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 what is up, what is up, it's me, it is me, it's Key, we're back, we're in a building with another live stream, it is Tuesday night, time to talk some wrestling, got, as always, I got my guy, you gotta guard the three, Brett, what's going on, man? Oh, not much, um, uh, big day, you know, in my area of sports, and, but I'm ready to put it to the side for now and talk some wrestling. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about that basketball uh, thing with the Bucks. Uh, yeah, that, I just feel for you. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, anyway, uh, crazy things have happened in the matter of the wrestling world. Uh, let's get down right down to the nitty-gritty and uh, what happened today. So, WWE and Monday Night Raw 2025 will be moving to Netflix. Netflix will officially have live TV especially sports, and Raw is going to be, looks like, the first ones to do it. Your thoughts on this move? All right. Um, I think it's a great move, honestly. It seems like that's kind of the future of everything is streaming services, and there really isn't many bigger streaming services than Netflix. Shout out to K-Sophie in the chat. Thank you for joining us. But, yeah, at the end of the day, I think it's a great move because when you think streaming services, one of the things that come to mind is Netflix. I'm not sure where it ranks now in the hierarchy, but I would imagine it still probably has the most subscribers. or It's right up there. So I think it's a great move. And Netflix getting into the live sports business, it, it's already shown to be great. You see it on Peacock and Amazon. It's always drawing big numbers. So overall, I think this is going to be a great move that benefits both sides. Definitely. I know some people was like, well, Netflix, why is it moving to Netflix? Raw potentially had the deal, you know, they are the flagship show. So that's the moneymaker. It's been the moneymaker for years since WWE's been around since Raw started off at the hour in New York at the Harvesting Ball every Monday. Then it evolved to two hours. Now we're at three hours. I mean, we can go back to two hours, but I mean, it's not here or there. But I, I, I think this is good. It gives more, maybe you can go back to TV 14, possibly, maybe. Or it's just a lot of opportunities, I feel, here with this deal. And it's 10, was it 10 years, I think? Something like that. I mean, it's it's a huge deal. Possibly they can bring over pay-per-views. Pay-per-views are still going to be on Peacock. But it's interesting to see how that's, how that's going to work. What I would imagine and what I've heard is... Uh... It's going to stay on Peacock for now, but I would imagine when the Peacock deal is up, I would imagine the PLEs would come on over to Netflix as well, honestly. Like, I'm sure they can't just move them over now, but I would imagine as soon as that deal's up, we know exactly where WrestleMania and all that's going. I mean, I can, you know, not, I can keep my $10 and get Netflix. (laughs) 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 But, um... Definitely a big move. Another big move is coming. Uh, SmackDown will be moved to USA on Thursday night starting in October. We're going back to Thursdays for SmackDown. Bring back the fist. Please. I mean, I mean, that's classic. The fist is classic on Thursday nights. 
SmackDown's moving to Thursdays, and also NXT is moving to CW in October as well. Your thoughts on those moves? Once again, I like it. I like that the fact that they are still in business with uh, USA. They've been synonymous and linked together for a long while. So I think that it's a great move, and I do enjoy that. That they're, Thursday, honestly, that's classic. When I was growing up, that's when I watched SmackDown. Or So I think it's great, and I would love it if they brought back some of the retro, like the Fist, and just bring back classic stages in general. I need more uniqueness on my stage designs. Um. Yeah, growing up again, SmackDown and move so many days. First it was on Tuesdays, then it was on Thursdays. It's now stuck on Fridays, so we going back to the Thursday slot. I mean, it's a little dynamic and balanced. Monday, then you know Tuesdays you have NXT, and then later on in the week to close it out, you have uh, Raw. I mean, you have SmackDown. So I mean, it's definitely not bad. And then also, The Rock, John, The The Rock. He has a big stake in TKO now. Did you see this coming? It doesn't surprise me. The Rock is worth tons of money. I don't know what his um, overall net worth is at this point, but it's a guy that owned tons of money, and he's always been firmly intertwined with WWE. So the fact that he bought himself into a share, and that doesn't surprise me at all. I do like it, and I think that, honestly, if he makes himself available even – Sometimes I think he can provide a big boost to these up-and-coming wrestlers if he's willing to kind of help some of them. Of course, The Rock's always going to be a big name in WWE. He hasn't officially retired. You just, you know, he's just more of a when he can type of player, type of wrestler. Um, John Cena, he said when he's officially done, he wants to have his match in the old, what is it, the OZ, the O2 I've just read. Um, your thoughts on John Cena's final match, whenever that will be? Wherever John Cena wants to have his final match, you make that happen. John Cena deserves to have his final match wherever he wants against whoever he wants. If John Cena wants to have his final match on a battleship in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, make it happen. This man has carried your company for the last couple decades. He has was the standard bear, and there's plenty of people to step up to him, but nobody could keep up with him, so... At the end of the day, I I like it, and I think John Cena has earned and deserves the right to go out whenever John Cena wants to go out, and whoever he wants to do it against, that should all be 100% up to John Cena. No, I totally agree. Um, who would be Cena's final boss? Do Cena not take the pin here? He has to go out on a victory. He can't go out like he did at uh, with. What was that? Survivor Series? Was it Survivor Series? No. Who won the solo? When he lose the solo? Uh, that was at a Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel, right? So he can't go out like that. He he has to go out on on top. Um, that would be his, you know, signature. Leave boots in the ring, do whatever. But he 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 can't take an L in his final match. Who would it be up against? I don't know. Like who do you who, who do you see as his finding final ending match against? Honestly, this I wouldn't mind any young guy like you know if he decides to put over Gunther on his way out or something like that. That would be awesome. What I'd love to see his final match. I would almost love to see him throw it back to one of his greatest rivals of all time. I would almost love to see John Cena versus CM Punk, or John Cena versus Randy Orton. 
So honestly, I would really go John Cena versus CM Punk for his final match. That that would be take my I take my money. I mean, it was the great nostalgia. They did have a good match uh, back then. Um, best in the world, CM Punk versus John Cena definitely would definitely would draw the money. Um, that would be awesome, actually. All right, make it happen, Triple H, wherever he wants it. You know, have you know Cena come in a little earlier, build that match. Uh, Chris says, Randy Orton. I think uh, Randy Orton is the most iconic rivalry that John Cena's had, so I wouldn't be mad if he went. We went that direction, but I actually do like think that CM Punk's rivalry was the better one than Randy Orton. I think that they were both all-time classics. I think they're two of the best of Cena's career, but I think CM Punk was honestly a, was a better rival to John Cena than Randy Orton. That might be a hot take, but I I don't know. Just something about that CM Punk John Cena rivalry. It just it just was better to me than the Orton one. Edge, really? John Cena versus Edge honestly would be would be the match if if it's made possible. If Edge comes back to WWE before Cena decides to hang it up, then yeah, that, I agree with that. I don't know if he's like ready to go now. I don't know, but he's definitely going to be on his way soon. Uh, so that you know, Randy would be great. Um, CM Punk definitely, they're not going to be able to get Edge away from AEW, even if TK says, okay, just for one night. It's going to feel weird because he's going to be Edge here and then he got to go back to being Copeland. That wouldn't fit. But um, that's definitely interesting. Had to get those. Uh, oh, also, Kevin Patrick, he is out on SmackDown. Thank God because he, he wasn't <laughs> great. He wasn't great at all. Now, who do you have to pair with? Corey Graves. Now that Raw is going on Netflix and they're strictly exclusive to Netflix, of course you're going to have your two main guys and that's Wade Barrett and one Michael Cole are going to be on Raw. So who would you have on SmackDown? Maybe Vic Joseph gets called up from NXT. Um, but I really wouldn't mind Triple H calling Rodo Ronaldo. Call, give him a call. It's not like the last time uh, no JBL, no Vince there to bully him, put him in depression, which kind of happened, reason why he left. Um, I mean, I'll, it, call him, see what happens. He can only say yes or no. But who would you like to see next to Corey Graves? Who do you think? As much as I would love it for it to be Morrow, I, I would absolutely lo- – I loved him. I thought he was a phenomenal commentator. I like Vic Joseph calling him up from NXT. I think it'll be fun. I think you maybe try to experiment with a couple different guys to see who really clicks, but I, I really think that uh, Vic is ready, and you call him up for SmackDown. And then now you're going to figure out who's going to be re- replaced on NXT with Book, uh, but you never know. Maybe Well, no, I can't say bring Book up. Three-man commentary. I mean, Booker does have some crazy moments on commentary. He does some funny things, some funny lines, uh, but uh, Vic Joseph's going to have to be like your face heat, your face commentator because Corey Graves is also the heel. And the reason why they got rid of Kevin Patrick is because Corey Graves had to really help him and correct him a lot. He didn't really call the moves like he was. Or do they reach back out to uh, Jimmy Smith from US from USC? I don't think he did bad when, when he was overall. Um, I think he was pretty solid. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I think there's a lot of different directions that you could really go. Uh, I don't really think that there's a 
I don't think that there's a wrong answer, honestly. I, I, I like seeing what Vic's made of, like throw a newer, younger guy to see if he has the potential to be your next Michael Cole. That's a big footsteps to fill, but everybody's got to start somewhere. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with this one. So if you had to pick your top commentators of all time, who was your five? Not in any particular order, because I know that stuff, but who would you pick? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, I did not expect this one. Uh, I think, I think Michael Coles are in the right to be up there. Good old JR. Mm-hmm. Heenan and Monsoon. Mm-hmm. They were both phenomenal. And the last one... I'm going to have to go, and if I'm forgetting anybody, don't kill me, but I'm I'm going to just go. I'm going to go with Jerry the King Lawler. I think those are the five guys that I really remember calling matches and calling most of the iconic moments that happened in WWE history. Does Joey Styles count? <laughs> like, how can, you can, how can you not forget oh. Joey Styles' classic? Oh, my God. Like, how can you not? That's like a staple in everybody's wrestling household. Hear him say that. I absolutely slipped my mind. Joey Styles slipped my mind. I would honestly, oh, he he would definitely deserves to be in there, if not an honorable mention. That man, that man was a phenomenal commentator for ECW. But no, like you, you pretty much said it. Jr. Michael Cole, classic Jr. and 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 um, King Law, Jerry King Lawler on Raw. You know they go back and forth of being the you know King go back to being a heel, and then they're flip flop. JR played the heel at one point in his career. Um, those are like the iconic duo. You had you had Vince and Monsoon, but Monsoon and, and, and Heenan definitely is the, the pair. Um, even if you want to put Tony Schiavone in the in the album too, Tony's good. Uh, yeah. Um back in the you know WCW days, but yeah, it's also like Michael Cole right now. He he's the he's he's almost at GOAT status right now. Just he's came a long way. Yeah, I think your next. I think the next five is where I'd probably find like Joey Styles, Vince McMahon, even the Macho Man was a great commentator. Jesse the Body. Yeah, Bobby the Brain. And uh, Pat McAfee. I, I, I'm, I'm still gonna put him in my list. I'm sorry, Pat was a Pat made wrestling fun because he was a fan. So I mean, it wasn't nothing scripted with Pat. So he he was a fan of each and every. But I, I wish we can bring Pat back. <laughs> no, that's fair. I I think Pat was right on his way to being right in there. And if you want to put him in the top ten, that's cool. Like he always made it a lot more fun. Like especially, when Pat, especially when Nakamura came out, he was on the top of the desk. Everything it, it, it was great. I miss Pat. I'm about to I'm about to hit him up. Like Pat, you need to somehow some way come back to WWE. I need to see that Corey Graves fight. Because Corey gets mad every time McAfee shows up. I need that fight. <laughs> I would be fun. Corey Graves was a, was a really good wrestler when he, you know, back in his heyday. So he's clear. The crazy part is he's been cleared for a while. And they even teased that at one point, Corey Graves getting back in the ring. But I, I, that'll be my dream match to see McAfee and uh, Graves go at it just one time. That would be hilarious. But let's move on to Raw last night. Raw last night wasn't bad. I mean, after, i say the second hour, then it got kind of dry. But starting off Raw, we did get Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins didn't come out. You can tell he was emotional about things. Um, came out with a big knee brace on. Still had the, still had the pop 
loud suit on, but he had his knee brace on. He came out and he told everyone, he said he's gonna he's not gonna be in the rumble, but he's gonna be at WrestleMania, hopefully. Three to four months without surgery, eight to nine if he has to have the surgery. Now things could change. I do know Triple H has something on a back burner in case they have to change things up. But get thoughts on Seth Rollins potentially being there or mania, possibly not, depending on how his healing time is. But your thoughts on the injury with, with Rollins. I think that's easy. I think I hope he's able to make it to WrestleMania and at least drop the title there. Because at the end of the day, I think he drops the title at Mania and he probably just has to take time off to fully recover that knee. Seth Rollins, love him or hate him, because I've seen people turn on his title reign. He deserves better than having to relinquish the title due to injury again. So he has really worked hard, and he's put in a lot of hours in with that title to really make it relevant. So do I think that – do I like Seth Rollins? I like him. I think he's been a fine champion. Some people hate him. That's cool too. But all I know is I really hope he's able to make it so that at least he can drop the title in the way that he deserves and not have to just you know relinquish it relinquish it because that would just be an anticlimactic ending to his reign. Right. Either whether CM Punk wins the Rumble or do they have Gunther as a dark horse? Because Gunther did come out as well at, at the promo. He him and Imperium. Gunther came out and pretty much told Seth he's gonna win the Royal Rumble. And when he does, he's gonna pick him. Um so that that's interesting. It's either Couple possibles who could win this. Who could win this? I know a lot of people don't want to see Cody Rhodes win it again for a second year in a row. Um, but CM Punk could win, or they might have the Dark Horse and have Gunther win, which I, I wouldn't be mad at that either. Um, then you seen earlier in the night, you seen Ivar since he's uh, I forget his tag team partner's name because I always get them confused. Viking Raiders Ivar with Valhalla. He's been running solo because he's hurt. His, his partner's hurt. So he's taken out everybody in Alpha Academy. He's taken out Tazawa. He's taken out Odin's. Now, he's going up against Chad Gable. This was a hell of a match last night. Chad Gable, y'all gotta give him a push for some title. Intercontinental something. This man deserves a belt. The work, the amount of work that Chad Gable puts in, this man is athletic, and nobody is talking about Chad Gable. I think that Chad Gable, yeah, I think at the end of the day, I, Chad Gable is still like the guy who I'd love to see end Gunther's IC title reign. Because I honestly, when it comes to that, I don't think a third match between the two would be overdoing it. And you can, you know, you can spruce it up a little. You can uh, make it a career versus title or. Banishment from Raw, or as long as Gunther's the champion, he can't compete. There's ways that you can spruce up a third match between the two. But man, Chad Gable's incredible. At this point, I think that you could probably put him in a match with uh, my computer right here and it'd somehow be five stars. So <laughs> he's a phenomenal talent. He's technically sound. There just isn't anything he can't do. And he is maybe pound for pound one of the stronger guys in WWE. We've Thanks. seen suplex Braun Strowman, among other impressive feats of strength. So I think that, yeah, I would love to see Gable get pushed and be the one to end Gunther's reign. So we'll, we'll see. Um, you know, now I don't know what's next for Ivar. 
He's had matches with uh, Bronson Reed. Even those matches are fun. The big guys going at it. You shouldn't see their size can fly off the top rope the way they can. That's how you know they're all both athletic. Um, I like Bronson Reed as well. Ivar could actually, if he doesn't want to be a tag team, he can actually be a, a single superstar if you if you let him. Um, but you know they all about tag teams now. We're getting we're starting to get the tag team division back together with something Vince did not like. I don't know why. You have a tag team division for a reason. Be a tag team. You see DIY is back, the Creed brothers. Um, now you got the Last Testament. Since we unified the tag team titles, they can go anywhere. Judgment Day and Finn and Priest, they're, I think they're going to drop the title. Just don't know who yet. Um, also, you had New Day versus Imperium in a double countout. Now, this rivalry is classic. Um, how do you feel about the New Day and Imperium feuding right now? I like it. I like it. It gives, um, it gives both teams something to do. And you know they're not going to have a bad match ever. So even if you look at it as filler, it's still two great teams feuding. They're always going to give you a good match, and both both sides are really entertaining. All three members of New Day are great on the mic, and you got Imperium, who you could at one point say they're kind of weak on the mic. That was Gunther's weakness, but you saw in the promo, even he's turned it up. So all three guys can work. They're all well-rounded, so I've really enjoyed this. Uh, you had Ivy Nile versus Valhalla. So Ivy Nile gets uh, the victory over uh, Valhalla. I guess you're going to see Ivy Nile fighting a little bit. You know, got to get her up there in the women's division. Even Valhalla, if she wanted to step away um, from Ivar, she, she, she can. I mean, Sarah Logan wrestled before. It's not Sarah Logan right now. She's Valhalla. I mean, so... We got to see, but them two had the feud together because of the whole, because Creed Brothers are with, you know, Gable and them, so uh, Ivy Nile won. Becky Lynch, Nia Jax, and Bailey all caught a promo, and um, of course they end up fighting with Nia Jax throwing Lynch over, throwing Becky over the top rope and then dropping Bailey with a leg drop. Nia Jax is on a mission. She could possibly win the Rumble, the, the Women's Warrior Rumble, which we're going to get into later on in the show to get our picks and predictions in. Um, but they, Nia Jax hasn't been bad since coming back. Yeah, no, I've been impressed with her. She's looked much better. I'm not worried about anybody getting hurt. She's looked like she's really refined her technique since being gone. I think it was a great showcase to kind of push her as a threat. I still give her like a 0% chance to actually win. But at the same time, I, I thought it was a great showing. And every Rumble needs, you know, that monster heel that comes in and throws like six people out. Mm-hmm. I think that'll just be Nia Jax this year. I think she'll come in. She'll have a great showing and she'll throw four or five people out. <coughs> then you have Dominic Mysterio beat The Miz uh, via pinfall. J.D. McDonough and uh, Finn Balor came in and appeared in that match. And then D.Y.I. came out to help The Miz. Are we going to see the Miz with DYI? So, yeah, it's a weird pairing, but probably that just that just seems like Triple H was walking backstage one day, saw all three of them, and said, "You know, these guys are doing nothing. Let's see what happens if we pair them up." I don't know. Miz is, you know, not the Miz like he used to be. I mean, he's for me, he sucked as world champion, but he was a hell of an Intercontinental champion. 
Um, I just didn't like him with the, the heavyweight title. But again, stick it in the continental title on any day. If he gets one more, I think he retires or he goes in front of Chris Jericho with nine, I think. Um, so I wouldn't mind them slapping a uh, Intercontinental title on Miz. I mean, him and Gunther didn't have a bad match. Uh, but they're just trying to find something for Miz to do. <sighs> I'm not. Um, we have Drew McIntyre go up against Damian Priest. <laughs> Damian Priest had this match won. But who comes out? One R Truth. R Truth comes out with a roll of money. Tried to give him to Damian Priest. Damian said, Not now, Truth. He was like, I'm just trying to get your cat of the money, count your cut of the money for the merchandise. He was like, All right, I'm going to put it in your briefcase. Of course, the briefcase locked. So the whole time, he's like, What's your password? Not what's the passcode? What's your password? <laughs> so Priest ain't paying on no mind. He goes on the top buckle. He's like, I just wanted to know what's your password. <sighs> I love our truth. And this whole, like I said, this whole Judgment Day thing is hilarious to me. So Priest gets upset at R-Truth. He beats him up, throws him. And then Claymore, one, two, three, Drew McIntyre wins. Now, this is, now is R-Truth officially going to get booted out to Judgment Day now? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's coming. Honestly, I would love it to turn this into a storyline, kind of what we saw with Sami Zayn teaming up with Kevin Owens. I'd almost love to see R-Truth take the tag titles off Judgment Day, make it a little bit of a slow burn to, like, the Elimination Chamber, even a WrestleMania undercard match. It'll be a shame yeah. what happens, though, because even just for a few weeks, this has been super entertaining. Right, and I was going to buy that shirt. That's going to be my next shirt for WrestleMania or Raw. Now I don't know if they're going to break them up and split them up. <laughs> I don't know if I want to buy it now. <laughs> um, but, no, like I said, R-Truth has been in this business forever. Um, he's the, the the guy can still wrestle at fifty one. I know our truth don't look fifty one. I said it. He's fifty one. Look, he doesn't look over a day of forty. He's fifty one. He's been around. He, you know, he was Ryan Killings. Then he was Kate Quick back in those days. But you know, our truth was our our truth is just you know I'm going to be sad when he says I don't want to do this no more. I'm like, dang, we got we're not going to see our truth no more. But he he's definitely been a, a, a talent, Duke wise, uh, for WWE, um, and I like the storyline. It's 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 hilarious. I mean, it's it's funny to me. The highlight of the evening: one CM Punk and Cody Rhodes in the same ring. This promo was epic. Um. I mean, they were taking shots, and the shade was real. Your thoughts of this promo? I it's kind of what I uh, kind of what I expected as soon as I announced that heard it was announced that Cody and CM Punk were going to be in the same ring. Two guys that you can just give them a microphone, and they can easily take up 15, 20 minutes of your time. And the beauty of a segment like that. It was phenomenal, it was epic, and it didn't even feel like it lasted that long. Like, you blinked, and it was over, and you're oh, wow, okay, that was ten minutes long. It didn't even feel like it went five. Now, that's how you promote and get ready for the Royal Rumble. Like, out the Royal Rumble, again, it's the first major uh, pay-per-view starting the WWE season off. January, you know, when it, when every January hits towards the end of January, you know, it's Royal Rumble season, and this is your road to WrestleMania. 
So it's always Mania, Elimination Chamber. I mean, it's always Rumble, Elimination Chamber. Take a month off Mania to get the build together. Um, I, I, I can't. This, this promo was like the best we've seen so far this year. Wait, what a way to start the new year off with an awesome promo like this. I mean, at first, they was kind of okay, and then they got serious. Punk took his jacket off. Um, Cody said that, you know, you left. You're supposed to wash my back, but you left. I'm just like, oh, I mean, they was really going in deep. I, I think my favorite quote of that whole thing, I was like, wow, was when CM Punk was, my dad was an electrician, which means I'm more of an American dream than you are. I was like, oh. Bro <laughs> <laughs> was clicking. You know a CM Punk promo is serious when he takes the uh, WWE uh, thing off the microphone. When he becomes yeah. a white microphone, you know he's about to cook. Yo, like he flipped everything, and you know, he was he was like, you know, I told your dad I will watch you over you, and it he talked about the shoot, the pipe bomb that day dropped everything but TK and AEW. But it was it was a great promo. I want to see how SmackDown does for the go home show. Hopefully, it's uh you know as good as, as this one. As Raw is last week on SmackDown, we seen uh Roman Reigns in the show. Last week we seen him in the show uh with taking out everybody. Um well no, I'm sorry, Randy Orton got the last laugh. Randy <laughs> Randy Orton got the last laugh. Here comes uh Roman Reigns with a Superman punch. Randy's out, he was about to spare him. RKO out of nowhere. And that's what happened. He signed the contract. So we got the four, fatal four-way going on. Um, but I loved everything about that promo. Like I said, after that promo, then Raw kind of got a little dry and they had to put those fillers in. But overall, the product of WWE is getting better ever since they told Vince to sit his ass down and don't do nothing. <laughs> sit in the corner. Don't don't even don't that's like your mom. Don't ask and we go to the store. Don't ask me for nothing. That's that's what Vince is right now. Don't ask to do nothing. I don't got no money enough for no toy. No, we're not buying nothing. We can't get McDonald's. We got McDonald's at home. Pretty much they told Vince to sit down in the corner. They pr pretty much is your mom scolding you. Is your mom scolding you when you was a child? This is Vince. And it's great. Yeah, it's been a great call. Triple H is giving everybody more financial freedom than ever. So, or creative freedom, sorry. And it, it's showing. It's it's showing the products getting better. Definitely helps when you have phenomenal talent like they do with Rhodes and Punk guys who can entertain you without even having to wrestle a match. So, I, I love where the product is, and I love where it's headed going into Mania season. They did have a women's tag team match. It was a. Uh... Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae, and I forget who they went up against, but of course Bailey and Damage Control was there scoping out. Um, Adam Pierce looks like he uh was a little busy last night. Jinder Mahal came in, and I don't know what they talked about, but I'm not a big why did why did they have to why did they bring Jinder back for why? Number careful key number one internet rule: do not gender <laughs> the gender. <laughs> There will be no gender slander on this show. Gender can go. Never mind. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> Get Gender Mahal. Him and, and, it, and it's funny because now he's back. He made Veer and Singh irrelevant again. What? Why? Like, really? 
they was in catering, and now they're here. They, here comes, uh, oh, well, we're going to bring back the Maharaja. You got your rolls back. Come in, get out of here. Y'all go back to catering, eat the cheesecake y'all was eating, and, and the snacks. But, um, I mean, Raw was pretty good. Again, I'm, I'm ready. To, I'm wanting to see what happens on the, Smack, on the SmackDown to go home show before the Royal Rumble. Um, don't hinder the gender. Get out of here. I swear, if they make that a shirt, I will get it. <laughs> I will show up next week with that shirt on it. Make it don't hinder the gender shirt. Don't hinder the gender. That's gonna be awesome. If they get, oh my god. Um, next week is gonna be Jay versus who? The Jay versus is it Drew? I think it's Drew. That definitely should be interesting next week on Raw. But um, yeah. Nothing else really happened on Monday. That was your Monday Night Raw breakdown. Overall, it wasn't bad. Overall, it wasn't bad. Um, but the Netflix deal definitely, definitely um, was was big was big news today. Um, but we are going to take a break. We're going to come back with Raw uh, with some predictions for the Royal Rumble. What you think could possibly go down? Any surprises? Um, any bold predictions, we'll break it down. Uh, but stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Pavel the Cat. And Evan Rev Reynolds. And we are Two Guys in Hockey Talk. We are here every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time to talk all things hockey. What are we talking about, Evan? We talk KHL, AHL, ETHL, every HL hockey league you can think about, prospects, juniors, even the professional women's hockey league. Yeah, we love it. And we have a website, Two Guys in Hockey Talk. So give us a follow. we got articles on all things related to hockey. And we're writing all throughout the season. So make sure you're tuning in. We're also on X or Twitter. Uh, you can find me at hockey underscore two. And you can follow me at Revan M. Or you can also go to twoguysandhockeytalk.com to follow everything. We love hearing from you guys. So make sure you tune in, comment, like. Give us a follow on our Facebook and YouTube page. We love hearing from you guys. And it's a blast talking all things hockey. Right, Evan? Hey, man, it is. So, as we say every show, in the meantime and in between time. Keep your sticks on the ice. Cheers. Cheers. Again, make sure y'all tune in every Wednesday night to my guys, Evan Pavel. Two guys in hockey talk, breaking down everything hockey um, that you can think of. Minors, the juniors, they got it all. The Royal Rumble is Saturday, and it looks like it's not going to be a very um, match heavy. Because, you know, you got the two Royal Rumble matches, and you have two matches. They could add a third. We just don't know. But right now, it's two matches in the Royal Rumble. So you have the Fatal 4-Way. You got Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles versus Randy Orton versus L.A. Knight. Yeah. Go to Roman Reigns. Um, We all know Roman is going to retain. Well, that's my opinion. But how this match falls out and who gets pinned, in your opinion? Who's going to take the pin? Oh, I think that... uh... I think this will be a this will be a fun match, but I think the one who will end up taking the pin, I think it'll be Randy Orton. I think a Roman Reigns wins, and I think this sets up 
it progresses the feud between uh, LA Knight and AJ Styles. My prediction is AJ Styles goes for the phenomenal forearm. He hits Orton with it. But then uh, LA Knight either hits him with the finisher and then he gets speared. But either way, I think that uh, it's either Roman. I think Roman wins, and I think it's either Randy or LA Knight taking the pin. I think it is going to set up AJ and LA Knight because I believe they fight on Friday. Um, so that's going to be a good feud there. Um, possibly it could be a mania, you know, mid-card type of, of match. Um, I think uh, – I, I, I do think Randy might take the pin, though. Or it could be LA, well, LA Knight already took the pin from him. That might be Randy. I can very see. I can very much see Randy. Yeah, I think they just continue on with uh, Styles and uh, LA Knight until the Elimination Chamber. I think the actual Mania feud is LA Knight versus uh, Jake Paul for the United States title. But I think Styles versus Knight is a perfect holdover feud until then. Um. I think this match will be interesting to see. Um, of course, you don't see Roman too much on TV anymore. Roman won't be. I don't think he has a fight at the Elimination Chamber, even though it should be The Rock versus Roman at Elimination Chamber. But they already said it's not going to happen. Um, but I like, of course, Roman's going to retain. Randy might take the pin. Uh, this will start the LA night. AJ Styles feud even more. So that this match is going they, their fight, their feud is going to feel over to this match from Friday. And then again, you're going to see them feud possibly already to the Royal Rumble. Um, the US title, KO versus Logan Paul. And Kevin Owens cannot use his his uh his cast. Who wins this match? I think it's Logan Paul. I think there's just too much mainstream media attention to be had from Logan Paul going into WrestleMania season. Logan Paul draws a lot more eyes and viewers to the show. And that's, you know, thanks to his impulsive show on YouTube and everything else. He's just more well-known. And I think WWE will want that going into WrestleMania. So I think it'll be a good match, but I think Logan Paul will come out on top. Um, We'll have to agree. I don't think they want to put the title on KO yet. I think they want Logan Paul. Or we can possibly see Logan Paul in LA Knight. Um, I didn't think of that either. Uh, will Rey Mysterio come back and defend his title? <sighs> Could you put it on somebody else? I think... I think Logan retains here. Um... I definitely don't know who his next opponent. You gotta have you gotta have Logan Paul at WrestleMania. I don't know who they're gonna have at Mania, but definitely uh I can see them two fighting. Or even if you know LA Knight does go against Logan Paul and this is his time to get a title. Um it, it's it's time to put LA Knight in the in the belt. He's so over with everything, the crowd, everything. I know some people have their differences about LA Knight. They don't like him, they don't understand him. He's like a in between of The Rock and Austin back in Attitude area right now. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, it'll, it'll be a fun match too, but I think that Logan versus uh, LA Knight will really just sell based off the promo battles alone. 
they'll really rip into each other, and that will be maybe the most entertaining part about the – I think the promo battles will be better than the actual match. Both can talk on the mic, got the charisma. We all know Logan Paul got the charisma. LA Knight definitely can talk. So it's that, that might be the move for WrestleMania. Uh, LA Knight and Logan Paul. But LA, uh, Logan Paul's going to retain here. He's going to beat KO. Now, if KO wins, that'll definitely be shocking. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if KO wins, but then who do you put Kevin Owens in the feud with? It's, I don't know. But I got Logan retaining. Let's go for the Women's Warrior Rumble. The Women's Warrior Rumble match. No, not everybody is in the match. Only a couple people declared so far, but we know the majority of the ones are going to be. Becky's going to be near Bianca, um, Bailey, and uh, who am I missing? Probably Oscar. We we know we're going to see them. So who do you think wins, and who has the most eliminations? So, first off, shout out to everybody in the chat. Y'all are awesome. Sajin, Daniel Barry, Oliver, Kay, Sophia, Admiral Alla. Appreciate you all. Who do I think wins? I think the most eliminations will end up being Nia Jax. I think that's the perfect spot for her. I think who ends up winning? I think they'll keep this short and simple. And I think that... I'm like torn between Becky or Bailey to set up a Rhea Ripley match because I think those are the two Mania matches. I'm gonna go with Becky Lynch. I'll keep it simple, and she challenges Rhea Ripley. I think Damage Control screws over Bailey from winning the match, and it really kicks off a WrestleMania match between Io Sky and Bailey. So I will go with uh, I'll go with uh, Becky to set up a Rhea a Rhea Becky match at Mania. Um, I'm gonna go with Oliver. I think Nia will have the most victory uh, eliminations before they all gang up on her and kick her out. Um, I think the final four could possibly be. I don't think Nia gets that far. Depending on what when she comes out, she comes out like middle of the pack. I still see her throwing out majority of the people. Uh, Becky's gonna be in the last. I think Bianca makes it. Bailey, I don't know who that fourth person is going to be. Somebody we not thinking of will probably be number like in the in the final four in the last. Um, maybe uh, Shayna Baszler. Possibly. I don't, I don't know. Stark. I don't know if she's ready yet, but that'd almost be a perfect spot to have Jade Cargo be. That would be interesting if we see her finally debut at the rump. Man, can you imagine that crowd when she pops? Um, right, we don't know when we're gonna see Jade. It's it's possible she might make a debut. Do we see any call-ups from NXT come in? Do we see any surprises? I know Michelle McCool usually is in the rumble. Do we see her? Do we see any more? Uh, do you think any surprises or any any think, uh, old timer comes out? Yeah, I think I think you have to. I think you get a couple surprises. I always enjoy the Michelle McCool appearance myself, especially last year when she's jumping out of the crowd wearing Uggs and everything. That was phenomenal. But yeah, I think that's kind of one of the big staples of the Royal Rumbles—just surprises. So I'm hoping they at least have a couple lined up for us. 
Trish is another one. Trish Lita. Ooh, do we see Naomi return to the Rumble? Oh, that that would she be. Drop her title for TNA. Oh, that would that would be a good one. Uh, maybe that that would be a good spot for maybe she's the fourth person. If if she if she comes back, I feel like she'll have a really strong run. So maybe I'm not sure what's happening with Naomi, but that would be a good surprise. Hear me out. Hear me out. So one said person has not made it official with AEW. Is it possible? We get a Sasha Banks sighting at the Rumble. I don't think so. I think if we get a Sasha Banks sighting, I think that the perfect feud to bring her in would be in the Bailey and Damage Control feud. So I think that would be almost more like maybe a WrestleMania moment where Damage Control is about to swarm Bailey and then Sasha comes out and makes the save. I don't think it'll be at the Royal Rumble, though. I think they'll save that as its own, like, special appearance. But I do like uh, Damien saying AJ. That would be great. AJ was my favorite wrestler, you know, female, like, of all time. So I would pop hard for that. I probably want to see no Nikita Lions. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure nobody, I'm sure people want to see her. But I don't want to see her. I'm trying to think, like, who would be, like, somebody we not, Molly Holly can make an appearance? Naomi's TNA contract doesn't expire until after the Elimination Chamber. Okay. Molly Holly would be fun. Oh, okay, because I know she dropped the title, so, I mean. And then she did, like, thank the crowd and stuff, so, you know she on her way out. But, like I said, it's possible she could come in and help Jimmy, I mean, help Jay beat Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Not Buff Bagwell's mom. Get Judy Bagwell entering on a forklift. Shout out WCW for that great match. Oh, Melina? I didn't think about her. Hmm. Kelly Kelly? Stacy Keebler? <laughs> It's it's very well possible we see some uh old some some classics. On to the men's side now. Triple H is I think is going to bring back the two minutes for each superstar to come out every two minutes. Uh, who wins the men? Who has the most eliminations? And will we see some surprises on the men's side? I think that uh, I think we do see some surprises. I think. The winner should be, I think, CM Punk. I think the two WrestleMania main events should be CM Punk or Cody Rhodes. Listen, though, if The Rock is indeed coming to WrestleMania to fight Roman, don't I wouldn't be shocked to see him pop in at number three to really pop the crowd and win it. He wouldn't be able to be in the ring that long. He could come in, hit his signature moves, have a mini one-on-one -on -one match at the end, and win the whole thing. So I think that I would go CM Punk as the winner, with my distant second being, don't be shocked if this is how they finally build up Rock versus Roman. 
Oh man, I think I said I would have a low key fit if Rock went wins the Royal Rumble. I'm like, oh, I just feel like then you wouldn't be finishing Cody's story. I absolutely think Cody is going to finish his story because they putting this man on 2K24, the next video game uh, for WWE, um, which the cover looks amazing. Um, you know, they're going to have his classic matches. And because I have 23 right now where you can fight all of John Cena's matches. So I think this is what they're going to do with Cody. Probably going to see him develop. Uh, I don't know if they're going to have him as a dashing Cody, you know, Cody Rose. I don't know what they're going to do, but um, he's going to be the cover of the game. I really want to see him pump to win this. I don't want to see Cody win back to back. If they're going to make Cody win, Cody needs to come out at one. And have him fight the whole thing and have him be the last final four. Because last year he came out at 30. He didn't beat 32. He didn't beat 30 people. He beat three. Three or four people he beat. <laughs> so put him at one or two. Put him at one or two and have him win the whole thing. If you're going to do Cody. Um, he needs to come out at one. Now they say, usually who comes out at number 27? 27. Somehow 27 is this lucky number. Um... It's going to be interesting to see who comes out number 27. Uh, Ty Dillinger, Sean Spears, as teased. I'm like, oh, the perfect 10. He's going to come out at 10. I'm sorry, Sean Spears. Ty Dillinger was my guy. All the people that I like is gone. Gone. Because Vince didn't know what to do with him. Keith Lee's one of them. <sighs> I'm so sad about Keith Lee. Ty Dillinger's another one. Um... But can we see the perfect 10? That'll be that'll be dope. Um, I don't know about the men's surprise. I think we'll get some NXT guys, maybe Carmo Hayes. It's time for Braun Breaker. He has nothing more to do in NXT. Uh, Damien's still one of my surprises. I was gonna say, look out for if they did sign Okada to pull what they did with AJ Styles and have him enter the rumble as a surprise entrant. That'll be cool, too. I know he's still under contract with New Japan, I think, for a minute. But if he was to sign, I think it wouldn't be, like, on a full-time basis. It would pretty much be on Triple H's terms, like, when he needs a, all right, let, we need a dream fight. All right, let's enter, said, let's enter this. Um, But I, I, I don't know who's going to get him. Tony, Tony Khan possibly could throw a bag at him. Let him stay in Japan and use him when need be. But uh, I'm with the CM Punk. I wouldn't be mad if Gunther won it either. He can be a dark horse to win. Do we see Brock come back at the Rumble? Yeah, I, I think that's uh we see Brock come back at the Rumble. Who do we have him go against? Unsure, but I'm sure we'd figure that out in the Royal Rumble match. Like I said, they, I was reading, could be Brunson Reed might be his next feud. No, that that would be a lot of fun. Brunson Reed and Brock, Gunther and Brock, and Brock they teased that. Um, I think Sami Zayn comes out and takes out Drew. So that's think, going to be a feud there too. I think Gunther um, will have the most eliminations, I think for sure. When it comes to Cody, I like him winning at the Elimination Chamber over. Have him win at the Chamber as a number one contenders match. In fact, have uh, have the Bloodline come in and, and screw Cody. 
Have like Solo come in and hit him with a spike to cost him the Royal Rumble match. It would be uh, repetitive booking, but I think it would be smart booking. Sometimes the most obvious choice is the one that you should go with. So I like Cody losing at the Rumble, maybe with interference from Solo or maybe even Roman himself. And then he just wins the wins an Elimination Chamber match, and that's how he gets to WrestleMania. So in case where we close out, so let's just do this scenario real quick. In case, let's just say Seth is not back and he's out longer than we expect. What do you think the backup plan could be? It, it's too bad. If, it's tough, right? Because it, I would almost say if we knew if he was ready to go now, you could just make the Rumble match for the title. I think your backup plan is I think you'd say I got to know by the Elimination Chamber because then you can make the Elimination Chamber match for the World Heavyweight title. And then have whoever wins the Rumble just challenge whoever challenge for that title. So I think the I think we got to know by the Chamber and I think the way you settle it is just have an Elimination Chamber match. And whoever wins that is the champion going into WrestleMania. Look, say what you want about Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is a performer. That entrance at Backlash when they was in Puerto Rico is my favorite entrance of all time. I downloaded the Bad Bunny song just so I can hear it. I don't know what the crap he's saying, what the hell he's saying, but that song is catchy. So, um, I, look, give me Bad, give me Bad Bunny in a Rumble match. Let him, let him come in and fly around. No, I agree. I'd love it if Bad Bunny was the surprise entrant. He can really move. Like, I love seeing Bad Bunny. He can tell he takes everything seriously. So, shoot, give me a Bad Bunny and a Logan Paul stare down in the Rumble match. Have him. That was a beauty. Now I'm gonna go back and watch that match. Priest and and, and Bunny and Backlash. It was it was it was amazing. It was it was epic. It was best entrance of all. Best hands down best entrance. I mean the crowd was in unison when they did it, when they, his song came out, when he came out. I mean, they knew, every, of course, they go going to know where, where they're in Puerto Rico. But Bad Bunny, he, he's crazy low-key, but I, I I dig it. I dig it. I think if um, Seth Rollins is really unable to go, I feel like WWE will hit the panic button and, you know, in case of emergency, place belt on Brock Lesnar. I think that's a real Oh, idea. no. I, I don't want to see it, but at the same time, that really feels like a real scenario in which if they back themselves into a corner, they'll be like, here you go, Brock. Carry the title for three weeks. Lose it at Mania, but. <laughs> not three weeks. I, 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 Triple H is not. No, that's something Vince would do. But no, I think H has a backup plan in case. And I, I don't I don't think we're going to know. Like this This one you can't predict. If, if Seth can't go, what do you do? Yeah, thankfully, if you book CM Punk to win the Royal Rumble and fight for the title, that'll help a lot because CM Punk can kind of carry any story no matter how little build you give it. So even if it is last minute, then you can have you know CM Punk with his mic work. He'll be able to sell the story no matter how much time you give him. I can't speak a lick of Spanish. I know words, but not enough to hold no conversation. So I know bits and pieces of of Spanish, but don't mm -mm, 
Don't come to me and have a full conversation. I ain't gonna know what you're saying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my context clues and figure it out. <laughs> if Seth vacates the title, give it the priest. He was going to win it anyway. What Pri- priest cashes in on a vacant title? I guess right. Just give him the title priest, that way. It's funny because priest is in the rumble. What the? So okay. So if priest wins, he's gonna have all his. He's all, you can't have priest win because he has he's Mister Senior Money in the Bank. <laughs> He's he's gonna he's gonna lose at WrestleMania, then cash in money in the bank and become the champ anyway. I'm mean, I'm technically not in Philly. We don't have we have one part of the city, and that is Puerto Rican land. But I don't know just because I live in Philly don't mean I know <laughs> speak Spanish. Hey, hey, I'll be in Philly in April. Woo! <laughs> so uh yeah, we I, I, I don't go down to, to Puerto Rican land. When they had when the parade comes, I ain't gonna lie, it'd be lit. They ride all around with the flags and everything. That part of the city I don't go to. But um, there you have it, y'all. Another episode of Line in the Sands in the Books. Again, on a roll to WrestleMania. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place, same channel. 930 uh, to go over SmackDown and any Raw and any other things that broke out. Hopefully nobody else gets injured and Seth can have a speedy recovery. Um, do a live show from the Philly bar. Right? <laughs> I'll probably be going live a couple times at Mania. It'll be great. It'll be a great time. I'm so excited to be able to come to Philly and they. I'm going to be like, "Hey, Brett." Of course, we'll we'll see each other. Brett is a uh, balling. He's bob balling on the budget. He was able to afford the good seats, so I'm going to be looking down on him, trying to find him, and I'm going to be up top in the nosebleeds where. The poor folks are. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna be up there for night two. Um, but it's gonna be fun and interesting. I'm sure we're gonna have mad stories to tell y'all that Tuesday when we come back. Um we probably won't have no voice bread, but we're still gonna go on. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, nope, that's too soon. I'm not gonna do that to you. What? I said we're gonna be both sounding like Doc Rivers. I'm not gonna do that. That was too oh. soon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anything, but, anything but him. <laughs> I am a tax return brawler only, so I understand. <laughs> and, it's, and it's tax time. Um, but there you have it, y'all. Another one in the books. Appreciate y'all for being in the chat, of course. I, we love the interaction with y'all, so thank y'all for watching and tuning in. Um, you know, If you do want to get some Sports Empire merchandise again. You have to the end of the month. Uh, it is twenty percent off. Get you a shirt or hoodie or hat, even a tumbler. You know, support us. We definitely appreciate it. And uh, we will see you guys on the flip side. Come on back tomorrow morning for Chris and Mo Coffee and Sports Morning Show to start your mornings off right. And we're gonna leave that there. Make sure y'all enjoy the rest of y'all evening. Don't do nothing dumb. Please don't. What are we talking about? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play.